Hi, this is LifeCast. I am Steve Sanders. And I'm Denai Sanders. And we're here today to bring to you just the undulterated word of God. And we're going to bring to you something very, very special and unique to our own heart. A growing relationship with our Savior. Amen. We always think that um, a relationship, Steve and I are firm believers that everything is rooted out of relationships. So if you don't have a relationship with the, with the God that you speak of, then how do you get to walk with him if you're not in relationship? So just wanted to start off with a definition of what is a relationship. So we went online, we Googled. <laughs> we like Google. Yes, yes, yes. We went on Google and we Googled what is a, what, what's that word, relationship? So it's, it gave two definitions, but we picked, it gave a few definitions, I should say, but we picked two that really stuck out. It says relationship is the way in which two or more concepts, objects, or people are connected or the state of being connected. And then the other one said the state of being connected by blood or marriage, they can trace their relationship to a common ancestor. So there has to be like a root to relationship. And that that's the definition that really got us because we're thinking to ourselves, oh, so that is who God is. So he's the root to the relationship. Yeah. So it gets us to think about what is the root of our relationship with God? And so when we think about this, we have to go back to the beginning, the beginning when everything started, when everything began. And, you know, that beginning starts in Genesis for us. You know, you got Genesis, the beginning, the word means the beginning, or the word means to start. So we start with the book of Genesis where we see God himself, you know, forming and and building and making. And we get to this point where God is done with Genesis 1, you know, in the beginning was, you know, all that good stuff. And he gets down to 1 in 6 when he's talking about this creation, this big thing that he's making. 1 in 26, I might add. I forgot the two. So we get to this thing where he's, 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 he's creating. Then he gets to this thing and he said, let us, let us, this, this, pivotal, this pivotal point where God is let us, let us make man in our likeness, in our image. So when we get to this point, this is where God begins to create us. Amen. So we're just going to read that real quick. So it says in Genesis 1, 26, and Steve and I, we love King James Version. Of course, we read other versions, but for the purpose of study, we, we prefer the King James. So we're going to go into King James, and it says, And God said, Let us make men in our image after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish and of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. And we're going to go into 27. It says, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him, male and female, created he them. Amen. 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 And I remember Steve saying while we were just um, meditating on these scriptures yesterday, and he said, man, no wonder why the devil was jealous. (laughs) 
<laughs> he was upset with us because of all this dominion we've been given. And we're out of all the things he had created, he made us like him in his image and his likeness. How awesome is that? Yeah, it, so it kind of spoils it for everything else because he said he made us in his image, in his likeness. And so he gave us this dominion, this this thing to rule over, to have, to mold, to name, to do all these different things. Of this is this is powerful. I may say that God has given man the ability to rule. Amen. And I I love the part where it says "let us." I know that that "let us" means it's more than one person. <laughs> us is more than one person. So there. The Godhead, we believe, is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. They were all at the beginning together. Yes, yes. And, I mean, the parallel is John 1.1. 1, 1. So we we see that God is creating something that he wanted to make in the image of what he already had going on. Yes. So there was a relationship between the Father, God, the Son, and the Holy Spirit all together working as one. And he wanted us to enter into this relationship because he says, I'm going to make man. In, the, in my likeness, in my image, and I want them to enjoy this harmony that I have being the Trinity myself, the Godhead. You know what's so unique about that image? Because people don't really understand that the image that he created us in was body, soul, and spirit. So when we think about if you're a Bible reader or you're a word scholar, or maybe not, we can explain it. You know, so God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit are one. Just like man is body, soul, spirit. Amen. Amen. That is so awesome. And and so when we talk about a growing relationship, it is so important for us, I think, to start off in any relationship really understanding what is what what is the importance of this relationship yeah, and I'm, who all is involved in this relationship. Yes, yes, yes. I might add to that just to add a little bit. That let us, it, it, it's something big, though. When you think about that, let us, it created a relationship between God and man, a relationship with God that cannot be broken with just, I don't believe. This relationship was based off the principle of let us. So God steps outside of his own self and says, you know what? I'm going to make something else that looks just like me, and we're going to relate to each other. We're going to be able to relate to each other because you come from me. So that's awesome, ain't it, to think about that? That is wonderful. And I remember when Steve and I were just talking about that, that it's something that no matter what you can say, you're an atheist. I don't, there's nothing you believe, but they, there is something a need to, 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 to know this God that made you because he's the creator. So we often talk about this void that people fill all the time that they're trying to fulfill or fill the void. Sorry, I should say with other things in their life. So some people it's, it's wealth. Some people it's all these other things that they would try to fill that void with. And, and truly by seeing, let us make man in our image and our likeness that, that to us is just telling us that we have a creator and in, in this creation that yes. he made, um, our favorite uh, part of the scripture is Genesis 2-7. If we now move forward to Genesis 2-7, it says, And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living soul. Mm. So up until this point, man was just a thing, but it had no life. 
then God breathed his life into it and it became a living soul. You know what's unique about that? Just to add on that, if you want, if you Bible scholars out there, if you and you guys want to learn a little bit more, look up the word pneuma. It's the Greek word for breath. And it, it, it explains how God breathed into man. It wasn't just this, you know, that regular breath you take when you take a you take an inhale, exhale. It's just, it's not that. It's 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 something even deeper than that. It's it's like all covering, you know, not like a big sigh either. It's bigger than that. Amen. And he breathed this, this pneuma, this life into this shell, and this shell became a living soul. Um, I always like to refer to the fact that I work in the medical field and, and, and seeing life leave somebody's body. That's when it became so real to me that truly we are a body, soul, spirit. God truly breathed his life upon man and it became a living soul. Because once that is that that life is gone, it's just it's just a body and we zip it up and we put it in the morgue. Hate to, for it to sound like just that, a but shell. it becomes just a shell. Yeah. So this just makes it so real that God's spirit is within us. And it makes it so real that there is a place that requires and loves that relationship, that life that was breathed unto it. And it yearns for that. And that's God. And many people are seeking for that and wanting that. And even if we choose to say, I don't believe that place is still there in us that, that, that is just yearning for to be turned on so we can truly have fulfilling life and the life that he meant for us. Even as we look in Genesis, that's awesome. So it's a bond that cannot be broken just off the simple fact or the simple words. I don't believe it's a bond that stays with us all through life because God in the beginning, he breathed the breath of life into man. Ain't that awesome? That is so awesome. And he gave us now a choice to choose him. So yeah. we, we always like to, to to say that this relationship is not a forced relationship. I use the example of Steve and I. Steve and I are, are newlyweds. <laughs> we thank God. We're, we're now walking into a, year plus. a blissful year plus of marriage. And we're so just um, amazed by how marriage is such a great reflection yes. of our relationship yes. with God. Yes. I mean, it is a true reflection of of Jesus Christ and 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 the and his bride which is the body of Christ. But in our marriage, Steve had to propose to me. I mean, just using natural example now. He had to propose to me and ask me for my hand in marriage and I had to willingly Willingly, yeah. not by force. Willingly. <laughs> he wasn't twisting my arm and saying, you're going to be my wife and you're going to just say yes because I said so. No, but there was the freedom through the love that we had for each other, through um, knowing what God, God's heart was for each other. And because we had prayed about it and we we knew, I mean, just from the first conversation, this is my husband, <laughs> because I'd spent time with God asking God, God, I, I know that whoever you have for me is great. And and I know that when they come, Lord, help my heart to be ready for it. Um, help me to be able to see it and know it. And, 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 and so when it did happen, it was easy to know that, oh, wow, this is my husband. And I trusted that and I trusted God's voice. But going back to what we were saying is that Steve never had to twist my arm. He Amen. asked me to marry him, and I willingly said yes. Amen. She said yes, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. I willingly said yes, and that's how it is now. I mean, now post post what we know of as 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 the fall, 
uh, we now have Jesus Christ, and, yes. and and it's a willingness. He says that if we believe in our hearts and confess with our mouth, we'll be saved. Yes. And it's just a matter of getting to that place where you say, wow, there is a place in me that that is yearning for something to be in there and to fill it. And that thing, as we have said, is that makeup, that breath of life that was breathed yes. into us is yearning to be turned on. Yes. And even after the fall, which we'll go and explain in a few episodes to come, what yes. was that great fall and what happened to man after this beautiful creation? So it's willingness. Yes, the willingness. You have to be willing. And even if you say, I don't believe, that's fine. The light doesn't get turned on, but... God is always there. <laughs> and with that same willingness, you know, God gave his only begotten son. We know John 3.16, which is a famous uh, verse that's always quoted. And it said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And whosoever believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Amen. So God was willing to give his only begotten just for us to let us know that this covenant relationship that he's entered in with us. It's a relationship. It's a bond that cannot be broken just based off that same factual word, I don't believe. We can say I don't believe, but we always know that there is something in the end that we all, when we go to funerals, it's, it's, it's something. It's something to say that everybody is, is, is always I believed. You know, so that don't believe don't even be in question at a funeral. And in a birth, it's not even a, I don't believe is there in, in a birth. It's 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 there. It's it's accessible. So you got to love that fact that I can say I don't believe. But deep down within my heart, there is some waning thing that says I believe (laughs) It's something right there, because if I don't believe, then I'll end it. But because I believe I'm still here, just waiting on this chance to just get in a relationship in a bonding moment with God himself, God the father. Amen. Even if you go out in creation, creation every day is screaming out, God. It's yeah. screaming out. Uh, I've heard in the world people call it a higher power. Well, I'm, I think we're here to say that that higher power is God. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that higher power is God, and, yes. and, and, and he wants relationship with us. And if we don't have that base of relationship and in and, and willingness to say, I am in this relationship, and I recently heard an awesome sermon on um, being in proposal to God versus being actually married to God, which is what the relationship we're talking about with Steve, where I'm not just engaged to the idea of God. And, oh, yeah, there's this idea of a higher power, but I actually believe there's this higher power, and it's God. And I want to enter into this relationship that he intended for me to really believe that he breathed his life into me, and he wants to walk with me, and he wants to do life with me. Every single day, he is just open arms and just saying, hey, I created you and I wanted you to enjoy this thing that I was enjoying and let us and and the Trinity come and enter into this. It's an awesome thing. And you will know what true fulfillment is, joy, peace, all these things that are promised unto us by, by believing. So. That is awesome. That is a willingness in this relationship. It's not a twist your arm, but it's that thing that's always screaming in us that I want more. There's more to life. I always hear people saying that too. There has to be more to life. Um, I think if I could just share this because we have a little bit of time. 
even my my story of being born again it was a story of getting to the end of myself and knowing that there was something that I needed that was so much greater than me. <laughs> you know, I got to a place in my life where there was so much trauma around me and, 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 and brokenness. And I, I myself felt like I could never fix what was wrong in my life. I had no tools whatsoever. I tried everything that I knew to try and it wasn't working. And then I remembered my friend saying, Hey, Jesus is awesome. I love Jesus. And I, this is the same friend that I used to mock and say, hey, it doesn't take all that to love God. What? <laughs> I go to church, but I hadn't entered into a relationship. Yeah, I was a Sunday service, Easter service, Christmas service type of person every once in a while. But I hadn't entered into a relationship yet. I was in that, in that stage of I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm engaged to this guy called God. You know, we do relationship, but I'm not really committed. But I, until I found that I was at the end of myself, that's when I was like, whoa, there's some, I really need to be invested in this relationship because I really need this God. And I found myself calling that very friend and saying, hey, where's your church? I want to come to church with you. <laughs> I went to church and needless to say, it just was on from there. My relationship, my commitment and life changed. Not saying that it, it, it changed and everything was perfect the next day. No, but I now entered into this relationship with God and he began to reprogram me and show me all that I'd been missing all this time, all that the world had put into me and told me that this is the way that to do life and this is the way to be successful in life. <laughs> this is the AB. You go to school, you get educated, you get a degree, you get a good career going, you get money, you pursue the things you like and, and get married and have kids and, and this is how life should be. And he's like, no, let's start with me and let's find out who you are in me, who I created when I said, let us make man in our image and likeness. I made you and I breathed my life into you and I knew you from the very foundation of the earth. I already knew yeah. you. And I knew the plans that I have for your life. Yeah. Now let's talk. Let's, but I can't know that if I'm not in relationship, right? Amen. Amen. It, it brings us to like the first example. This is what Denai said. It was it's awesome what she said. She talked about how God grew a relationship with her and how God had had she got to the end of her rope and she had she had she had need of something because it was a void. And so it brings us to that first relationship that that God ever had with a man on earth when Adam and God, God created man and he gave him dominion over every fish and fowl of the air, the fish, the, the sea. He gave him dominion to even name the animals all in, in, in the Garden of Eden. And so it brings us to this first relationship, how on six days, on the sixth day he made man and we get to the seventh day, God rest. He rests. So God's looking at Adam and Adam, after got the relationship, God knew what Adam needed after he took his rest. So he said, oh, wow, Adam's alone. So let me do something for Adam so he won't be alone. So then he made male and female. He put Adam to sleep and then he took that rib out. And then after he took the rib out, he formed woman from the womb of man. Ain't that awesome? He knew exactly what he needed because he had relationship with him. He didn't have to be there to know that, but he was, he saw it though. He saw, it. we know he saw it, but he didn't have to be there to know that because the relationship with him and Adam was just that. The first relationship, it was strong. It was strong enough for him to know that he had need of something. Ain't that awesome? 
Yes, ladies, our men need us. <laughs> Just kidding. Yes, we do. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> but because the interesting part is when God was creating all these things and he says, Adam, now name all these things. Every one of those things had its own. But yeah. Adam was the only one who didn't have his own. So then God created Eve for Adam yeah. for companionship and, 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 and just to have. And even when it talks about how God came to, to spend time and commune with Adam and Eve. I mean, that's relationship. Yeah. Genesis is so beautiful because, I mean, going back, like we said, to the start is always so wonderful because that was always God's plan for us. And I, I don't know about you, but we're looking forward to the new heaven and earth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so, so just having an image of that just makes me so excited. This is what God intended before the fall. Yeah. He intended for us to walk with him and commune with him and yeah. be in this relationship and we really didn't need anything we had no lack no yeah, need no yeah. anything but through jesus christ we do have that praise god yeah. you know you know what's awesome about that because when you enter into a marriage relationship it's always god is showing us in genesis that it's always been him and you and your mate he's showing it through adam and eve because he was there with them both so he's he's showing us that it was always a relationship with you God and your mate. Ain't that awesome? That is Ain't that awesome. awesome? So when we get to those points when, oh, I'm upset. Oh, she's not doing this. Oh, he's not doing this. You always got to relate and go back to God. You got to go back to God where your relationship was started in the beginning. Amen. Your relationship was based on God and your mate, not just you. And then oh, sometimes us as people, we get to those points where we feel, uh, the variety of things, the variety, what I mean is that, oh, it's me. Maybe it's what I want. Maybe it's what I need. And you forget about God and your mate. Ain't that something? You you lose sight of God and your mate, and you, you tend to focus more on what your mate's not doing and not on, oh, God, you know what? You're the in-between. Let me come to you first and see. And now that's called is prayer. Let me come to you and see what my mate is doing and see what we can do together. That's what people miss out a lot. Would you concur with that? Amen. Amen. It's it's just wonderful to see what just the example of marriage. And we continue to go on marriage Amen. because it, it really does show that relationship that we have with yeah. the Father. Amen. It really does show the relationship we have with the Father through Christ we know. Um, so it's just, like we said, the willingness. There's always that void. Even with a man who's not married, God says it's not good for man to be alone. That yeah. was what he said before he created Eve. He yeah. never wanted man to be alone. So he created Eve. That's his love for us. He's like, man... I know you, Adam. I love you so much. It's not even good for you to be alone. Let me create for you a mate here. A help me, right? And he created this thing for him. But it started off with that relationship that God had with Adam. So for people that think it's favor's not fair, all those slogans like that, that doesn't matter because it this had nothing to do with favor. It just had to do with what God saw was right. Amen. And this relationship is such a loving relationship. As we grow and even as we're seeing the growth here as God creates man, um, he creates Adam, and then he says, okay, Adam, I want you to do this. They're in relationship the whole time. They're, they're, he's listening, and he's hearing what God is saying to him, and then, oh, now I'm creating you a help me. All of that is part of that growing relationship that the father is having 
with us and from the beginning he's always loved us from the beginning he's had a great plan for us from the beginning don't even get us started on authority because (laughs) we will be talking about that in future podcasts but in the beginning he gave man he gave us dominion and authority you know like we said earlier how can the devil not be jealous of that i mean we had his relationship with us was i'm giving you all these things and let's enjoy them in in who I am and I love how in Hebrew in 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 the Hebrew uh um language as I was just trying to study on this it just talks about you know Elohim he's a god of many names and how in 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 Jewish culture it god is there's no name you can't give him a name I mean yeah we say god but there is so much character and all of this character is what he wanted us to enjoy. All of this character is who he wanted us to partake in what love means to partake in his peace, to partake in his creative nature through his Holy spirit. And the creative nature, we see it by man naming all these animals. (laughs) You know, what's funny when you said that he's known by all these names, you know, what's funny he used all his names to identify in the place that we needed him. It's funny. You know how Jehovah Tishkidu, Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Jireh, you know, you know, all these words were in a place that we needed him. And that's funny. So he's telling us in the scripture, I'm all you need. This is the relationship. All you have to do is turn to me. That's Amen. it. Amen. Oh, we have an awesome father. We yeah. have. And uh, on our next podcast, we're actually going to just be breaking down um, who God is. Who is God? Who is this God? Yeah. Because you can't be in a relationship with somebody you don't know now. I had to get to yeah. know my man before we got married, even though it was very brief. But Likewise. <laughs> <laughs> even though it was very brief, we knew each other because of the God that was in us. But there's still a need to know. Because if you don't know, how are you going to apply yourself to anything? Yeah. You can't. Because yes. you have to have the knowing, the understanding, in order for you to be able to apply it and for it to really become life. So we're excited to come back and share who is God. Yes. Remember that willingness that we had. So signing off here on the Life Cast, it's me. And it's Deny. Hopefully you guys will join us next time for our talk on who is God. We love you guys. Father, we thank you and bless you for every individual that's out there listening, Lord. Thank you that their relationship with you will be strengthened, deepened, Father God, in all things. Father, we just honor you and love you. And we say, Lord, let you be glorified and let us really know what that pneuma is in us. In Jesus' name, amen. 